You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. I'm leaving you people. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. into the happy hour 93.7 the ticket the ticket fm.com it's a good day not only because we got to talk to steve mark of inside nebraska but also spring training baseball is on the roku in the studio we got cardinals and mets going on right now you can so. see it behind me but don't actually look yeah don't watch we, we can't watch through the camera um we are not i don't want to get in not, trouble we are not encouraging that it's <laughs> time for the, the crossover though Espen. it's time for the crossover we bring in austin and then strick joins us over the stream uh strick how's it going man uh, doing good, man. It was a great weekend. A lot of stuff happening. A lot of uh, yeah. top NCAA um, basketball teams went down over the, the you know the rivalry weekend. Well, you know, so so to speak. Not all of them was rivalry, but it was some great basketball. Some craziness happening over that time, and then uh, we saw obviously the Westbrook experiment uh, with the Clippers. Yeah. Looks like seeming it's to take work. place, and then the Lakers. The Lakers still fighting. The Lakers' uh, big twenty-seven point comeback down here in Dallas um, was was tremendous for them. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Just just a lot of you just don't know what's going to happen in the next month or so. It's I was about to ask where in the world is Eric Strickland, but you kind of answered that for us. Yeah, in Dallas. <laughs> did uh, you, my uh... niece's birthday. It was, it was a great. It was a great little weekend. My, my sister did something unique. Uh, had a hibachi outside. The weather cooperated, Dang. so it was good. Yeah, it was good that. that sounds delicious. Uh, Couldn't have done that here. Yeah. <laughs> Did no. you see uh, Damian Lillard explode for 71? Uh, I didn't see it, but, um, yeah, uh, Dame time went nuts. That's that's crazy. I still think it's crazy that, um, you know, the, the potential of doing that in, in the way that it is. It just seems like you're seeing a lot more of them – them, them high-scoring type of games in, in uh, the NBA today. So the Rockets it's, it's, it's kind of been... crazy to see. Let, um, what's uh, James Harden's uh, guy, Daryl Morey, since, since they let him go, they haven't been the same. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Happy Hour. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. All right, so we just got done talking to, to Steve about Keisei Tomonaga and how valuable he is to this team and how much he's just he's provided for fan engagement and fan interest in this in this thing as we as we you know kind of get towards the end of the season. Now, you'll remember that today, I believe it was today, 1890 announced that they're going to start working with Husker men's basketball. Keisei's parents are in town. I believe Oleg Koyanets' parents are in town as mm-hmm. well. Um, you had a, you had the parents of Izzy Bourne from Husker women's basketball team in town. Grandparents came to watch Jazz Shelley over the weekend as well. Now, here's what's interesting, because there's been this long-standing belief and understanding that foreign exchange or not foreign exchange uh, international athletes can't make money off of NIL. Now, here's where the whole Casey conversation kind of gets a little more interesting, and Robin Washington of on three. And Husker Online put out this article, and I just want to read a snippet of it, but I highly recommend that you read the rest of the article because there's a lot of good information in here. So it says, Tominaga is in the U.S. on an F-1 student visa. Federal law states that he can only earn passive income while in the country. The law describes passive income as money earned when an individual isn't actively participating in a business or trade. 
So layman's terms, here we go. In other words, Tominaga can't receive compensation for coaching at youth camps, commercials, putting out social media endorsements, etc. Now here's the kicker. However, he can earn money through some forms of group licensing income, such as replica jerseys and t-shirts. Hmm. So I'll stop there, and there, it, Robin does a great job of explaining it further, further on. But now, guys, think about how hot Kasey Tominaga jerseys would fly off the market. Gone in, in a blink of an eye. Gone. I mean, he's a superstar in Japan already. Yeah, his stock is continuing to rise within the United States, J- not just Nebraska. The big, te- the other Big Ten writers have started picking up on how hot he's been of- as of late. Uh, Kasey Tominaga jerseys would fly off the shelves here and, of course, over in Japan. I-, I-, I don't know how much they would sell for, but I could see a, a decent chunk of change being made from that. It- it's-, it's crazy to think. I mean, and, and when we look at, and although no conversations regarding Casey's future has been have been made or had been even discussed between to between Fred Hoiberg and Casey Tomanaga. That conversation's starting to arise a little bit because he's going to be honored tomorrow night at Senior Night with alongside Derek Walker, Emmanuel Bandamel, and uh, and Sam Greasel. But and, and that's not a surprise necessarily. But here we are and going if, if Casey Tominaga is is decides to return next season, that's a huge boost for Nebraska men's basketball. Mm-hmm. Should be an NIT team if Casey comes I agree. back next year. I Plain agree. and simple. Even if he does get you know, the shirts or the jerseys sold, that's not going to match up to a pro contract. No. It depends on no. if Casey yeah. thinks he can you know, carve out a role in the G League or can he make some money you know, in Europe with another, mm-hmm. another good year. Because you know, he could go to China and play, probably light it up. Maybe Europe right now, but... If he wants to dream bigger, he comes back another year. If he really loves Lincoln that much, he comes back another year. But yeah. it might be hard to pass up that much money because his value hasn't been higher. It would be a gamble coming back for another year. Well, if you truly... Yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead, Strick. No, yeah, I, I was going to agree with Austin. I think um, it depends on what his, his aspirations and goals are. And, you know, as we've spoken about before, I think... Uh, the NIL situation hurts him tremendously. I think he could have done very, very well if he could have uh, if he could have landed that. It would have, you know, made more sense for him to definitely return. I think it just depends. Um, obviously, his role would have to change, meaning that um, he would definitely have to play some point guard. He would have to mm-hmm. show that he can run a team uh, because at the next level, uh, his size uh, there's he would become a specialty type of guy. He wouldn't. Mm-hmm become a full-time type of guy. And so, um, you know, G League has some great two-way opportunities. I don't know if draft-wise he would he would land that. He Probably somebody would take a chance on him. But I bet you it would be West Coast dominated. It'd be somebody like Golden State or it'd be somebody like uh, that. You know, obviously for marketing reasons, uh, you know, drafting him with Golden State, making him a two-way player would be something probably of interest for them. Uh, somewhere out in, in, in the California, in the Western market where – uh, it has a very heavy dominant uh, Asian community. So those would be areas for him that uh, if he wanted to come back and do it, now he can come back and say, I want to break, I want to break open uh, the doors for this team and, and, and make them an NCAA double, you know, NCAA um, uh, tournament team. If he can do that, then his stock goes through the roof in another way. So it's, it's, it's one of those types of dynamics. 
Yeah, it's going to be fascinating as we go forward. We got a, about a minute left in the show, um, gentlemen. What's what's coming up on the show, Austin? Oh, we got all sorts of stuff. Well, a big Husker weekend. We're going to talk about first. Uh, talk to Cluster Johnson and Brian Munson as well. I uh, love hearing from those guys on Mondays and. The first NIL infractions handed down That's to right. Miami women's basketball. We're going to get into that. Uh, what was the punishment? Was it fair? Yeah. And what's, what's, what's fascinating about that story, and I'm sure you guys will get into it, the stats aren't jumping off the charts. No. They're not having some all-American type of season that – you would expect when you see that kind of paycheck. Who so. is it worth it for? Yeah, Strick, that's the wild. question. Strick, Fran McCaffrey stared out of a ref. Oh, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's nothing different. I mean, a lot of coaches do that. But uh, uh, it, at least at least the refs ain't bucking up on him. For doing yeah, it. that's true. <laughs> All right, guys, stick around on the block with Strick and Austin coming up next. Tomorrow's a big day for Husker Hoops. We'll talk about it tomorrow. See ya. Adios. Adios.